Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you once again for joining me. I'm so excited uh, for our guest today to be on. His name's Jason English. Welcome. Thanks, Todd. Yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for um, I've back known again. you bet. Yeah, this is the second time Jason's been on, and uh, he's a he's a good friend, but also a colleague. I've been working with Jason for, I think it's been six years if, at least. Yeah. Um, he is the op, outpatient operations manager for Wasatch Recovery Treatment Center um, in Sandy, and he does a fantastic job. Um, I've admired Jason for years because of the way he lives his life. And what I mean by that is he's he he's confident, he's assertive, he'll tell you exactly how he feels. Uh, he wants the best for people. Um, he's a black American, and that's another reason why I'm having you on because I want to hear Jason's perspective of what's going on in our world today. Um, obviously, this is a very hot topic. And um, again, like I said, I respect Jason and I wanna learn from him today. You know, one of the reasons, I mean, I know why Jason's here, but why I'm here and I hope why you're, why you're listening and why you're doing this is that, you know, we're here to learn and understand and be educated and to, at the end of the day, come together as, as one and, and love each other and, and do the compassionate thing with each other. And so anyway, Jason, I can't thank you enough for being willing to come and share your perspective on things. So thanks for being here, my friend. Oh, you're welcome. You anytime. Bet. You know bet. that. You can call on me anytime. I know that. Uh, and thanks listeners for being here. And I, I need to thank our sponsor, Veracity Networks as well. Thanks for being here as well. And uh, so kind of, you know, let's give a little background on you first of all, Jason. I know we did this in our first podcast, but for those that maybe haven't heard your story and, and, just tell us a little bit about where you grew up and a little bit of background on you. Uh, grew up a uh, single parent home in North Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, earned a college scholarship to play football after four years of playing high school football, of course. Right. Love sports, football, basketball, track. Um, came to Weber State University in uh, the fall of 96, and I've been here ever since. I got yeah. married in the fall of 2003. And it's been, it'll be 17 years this year. Oh, congrats. Uh, spent 15 years or more working with adolescent youth um, that are in the system, you know, for doing things um, inappropriately to others and working through a program, treatment, right. things like that. Okay. Um, had a few friends that introduced me to Wasatch Recovery, and I've been here since 2014-ish, somewhere in there. And that, that, that's what I just feel I'm here to do as a service to others. Um, I love working with people, right. love seeing change in people, um, try to model by example. Right. That's just basically how I try to live my life is model appropriate behavior. Right. How, how did that get cultivated in you? I mean, I know I've known you for a while and I know that is you. You love helping people. Did, was that cultivated by your upbringing, or is that I would just say some... I would say it was my upbringing with my mom very strict. I mean, I've I've said this before, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, nothing but admiration for her and right. doing it the way she did it. Um, strict discipline. Um, again, it's just you know I I feel it makes me feel good when I see others do good. Right. Because I already know what my limits and limitations are and what I can do. I mean, you said it, I, I, I carry myself a certain way. So I just want to 
put that into other people. Right. That no matter what they've been through, young, old, male, female, it doesn't matter. You yeah. know, they're a human being. I just want right. to see them do better right. than where they've been. Yeah. That's all. No, I love that. That's awesome. Um, obviously, there's a, you know, a big, I guess, what would you say? It's not even a movement. It's just a concern and a problem in our country. Absolutely. In the world, right? Absolutely. Um, with racism and, you know, you know, this, obviously there's been a lot going on, but what happened was with what happened with George uh, Floyd mm -hmm. and that brought, I mean, you more know, attention to way more what's attention. really going on. Yeah. Absolutely. And it doesn't just, it wasn't just with George Floyd. There were many others before him, you know, and there have yeah. been several after him since. since. So it, it, yeah. it's not ever stopped. And I mean, again, hundreds of years, you know, mm -hmm. through history. And, you know, of course, with the civil rights movement in the 50s and 60s and trying to uh, incorporate those things. We just want things to be on an equal on an equal playing ground, you right. know, for, for across the board, not because you're black or you're white or you're Hispanic or Asian. It's across the board, gay, straight. It doesn't matter. Everything should be straight across the board, yeah. you know, and everybody held to that standard. Yeah. You know, but you know, if we really look at it, it's not though it, there, there really is, there's not the equality that we keep trying to preach, you know, Hey, it, equality, 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 but it's not there. And we've still got a long way to go. Yeah. Um, I think we're making positive strides, you know, with what's, with what's happened and what's going on, mm -hmm. but sometimes it, it's still falling on deaf ears. Right. You know, you sent me a post and you know, you're, you're, you're trying to communicate with people. But again, until the last minute where there's a collision or, or something bad happens is when people finally tune in or open their eyes or their ears and see what's going on. Yeah. And, and we just can't have bad things continue to happen before people realize those things. And, yeah. and that's where we just keep beating our head against a stone wall of listen, see, help you right. know help us help me yeah. as i'm helping you yeah. you know and it shouldn't matter what we look like right you know because of the i'm i'm not a criminal because of the color of my skin right but i at times get looked at or treated before you even know who i am or what i'm about right you know yeah so. yeah um and you mentioned something about that collision that's going to happen when, when it keeps falling on deaf ears. Like, we need some help here. And I think that's ultimately what Black Lives Matter is. It's, you know, we've, we, you and I have talked a lot about this over the last several weeks. Mm -hmm. And it's been great actually communicating with you because I'm learning, learning from you, Jason. Um, but how it's, it's not that that phrase isn't saying, we understand all lives matter. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jason. But it's like, but we need help right now. And I think you explained it to me about this, how, a house being on fire. Explain yeah, I heard it that. on, uh, I heard it on, uh, I want to say it's Undisputed with, uh, or one of the sports radio talk shows with Shannon Sharp. And sometimes he annoys me and sometimes I love what he has to say. Right now, I'm loving what he has to say. Yeah. Very well spoken. Um, he's just saying, you know, you're in a cul-de-sac and a house is on fire and the people show up and there's only one house on fire. Right. But yet people are saying all houses matter. 
Yeah. No, they don't. The house that matters right now is the one that's on fire. So yeah. let's put this fire out and then we'll maybe spray your house down so it doesn't spread. Right. You know? So that's, that's all we're saying too is right now our black lives are being lost to the hands of white people still at right. times. Yeah. And that's tough to say, but if you open your eyes and your ears and watch and see what's going on in the world, that's what's happening. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. How, how is watching this, I mean, f seeing these things that are happening to um, these black Americans, you know, George Floyd being one example, and I know there's thousands. Mm -hmm. how, do, how does that, how that, how did that affect you when you saw that going on? Being that it was a black man and I'm a black man, that could happen to me. That could happen to any of my friends. Yeah. Um, I have friends of all races, you know, mm -hmm. but when you get with my black friends, we have these discussions. It could have been one that I've known for 15 years. It could be one that I've known for two years when we go out. It could have happened to anybody. Yeah. And the fact that it does, it just tears you up that yeah. we don't know him personally, but we feel that pain to where at any moment, with any encounter that we may have, that could be us. Yeah. And why? And what could we have done differently so that it, it didn't, we didn't get to that situation. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's just, it's just tough. It's, it's tough to watch. It's tough to think about, but again, it's the world that we're in. We have to educate and know, um, what can we do to change those things yeah. and not have it happen again? Yeah, and and that's what, where I want to kind of go next with you, Jason, because I, you know, I love your perspective on things. I always have. You know, what can we do, in your opinion, to start going in the right direction? And and what I mean by that too is, you know, I'm white, and I I, I want to learn more. I want to be more open. I want to be I want to be educated. I'm really in that mindset now, and I'm kind of upset at myself. It's like, I should have been like more like this years ago. You know what I'm saying? So from your perspective, Jason, what can we do to be better? You um, know, if you could point people some have reached out. out and, and want they, first of all, what I loved is that they checked on in on me and how I was doing you included. And, uh, that felt good. You know, that made me feel appreciated and that I were, I was in your thoughts for sure. Um, what I can't change and what other African-Americans can't change is your perception of us not knowing us. So all I'm asking is that if you don't know, pick up a book, YouTube, uh, educate you right. know, yourself, educate your children, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it's more, it's not more or less of a history lesson of what we've been through. Cause no one here, no one, no one living today, I think who's white or, or, or black own slaves or was a slave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So these things happened years ago. What I what I'm what I what I'm getting to in a sense is just educate so that it doesn't continue to happen and mm -hmm. that they know right and wrong. Right. Yeah. That's what that's what more or less how I'm thinking about this and going through these things is right and wrong. Um, because I'm black and I do something wrong 
I'm guilty yeah. until proven innocent. Right. Where if someone white does a crime, they're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. There's a flaw and a problem with our mm -hmm. justice system. Yeah. And we call it justice, but really where is the justice at? Yeah. I just gave you two totally different views of looking at those things. If we go back to the George Floyd situation, mm -hmm. had that been a white man and a black cop, oh, are yeah. we having this discussion? No. The world would probably still be in a little bit of an uproar, but it'd be a little bit more calmed down because I'm pretty sure that cop would have been stripped right away that day and put in jail. But we took a few days, yeah. a week or so before they decided to move forward with pressing criminal charges. Again, a lot of things need to change and, and it's not going to just be with our discussion today or our discussions weeks from now. It's, it's going to be, it's got to be continuous and, and quick and, and, right. fa and forth moving with change. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah. Well, that was one of the main reasons why I wanted you back on because I, I do think we need to keep talking about this. And I know from my perspective, I want to learn more and I want to be better. I mean, I, I hate to admit this, but I mean, I really didn't even know what Juneteenth was. I'm going to be honest with you. I wish I could look you in the eye and say, oh, I knew exactly what it was. And, you know, and you, you mentioned it the other day and I, I'll be honest with you. I'm like, I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of people. And I went home to my family and I talked to my kids. I said the same, I asked them, do you guys know what Juneteenth is? And they're like, no. And so I, I, I did what you had challenged us to do is learn about it and get some more knowledge about it. So I started talking about it with my kids and it was really powerful. But it, it, it helped me realize, man, I got to do better. I've got to up my game because I want to be one to look you in the eye, Jason, and say, I love everybody. And I really do. I think that I do. But I also have to prove that by what I do, my actions, right? Absolutely. And so, so hearing that, I was like realizing, man, I've got to be better in that realm. You know? I'm a, I'm a, you have to show me. Don't tell me. Right? Just show me. Yeah. You know, and I learned that with, you know, coaching and, and even being coached a certain way, things like that in life is I'm more on action. You'll, you'll tell me more with your actions than you ever will with your words. Right. Because words will stick, you know, mm -hmm. but your actions mean so much more. Yeah. You know, the, the, the genuine feeling when we have conversations or we talk or we almost bring each other to tears because of the things we say or just that raw emotion, you yeah. know, of what we're discussing, talking about. Um, it just, it's just real. You yeah. Know, I can see that. Right. You know, you know, um, in, in, in that conversation we had earlier this morning with the video that you and I both have watched now, um, it's, it's, it was titled, uh, um, un, an uncomfortable conversation with a black man mm -hmm. and it's a manual. I can't, I, I can't remember how to pronounce his last name. Uh, I wish I had that in front of me. I, I apologize, but it was very powerful yes. in the way he said something, but he, he had a question on there. I wanted to, he says, basically, why do you think white privilege exists? And I, I wanted to see what you thought about that, Jason, you know, what your thoughts around that would be. 
Why do you think that's even why it exists? <clears throat> I know it's a tough question, but or at least it is for me. Um, when you when you say that, and I, and now I think about it a little bit because I don't, none of this was you know I don't have questions. I didn't get yeah. to study anything we didn't like script that, which this. is great. Yeah, that, that's great. Um, when I hear that. It's just that they they've not looked at, and again, I've had a conversation with a coworker, you know, recently, of um, just not wanting to be that guy, that because they felt maybe they were that guy, and uh -huh. it's it's just again, if you take situations and just flip the script, you know, mm -hmm. and listen to things that are being said, the way they're being said and just have an open mind mm -hmm. and open eye to, right. to what you're seeing and what you're hearing, you'll, you'll understand that a little bit more. It's, it's just looking at it differently. What yeah. we want our clients to do is to change their thoughts, right? things like that. Um, you know, we were talking off air about the, you saying like looking at it differently. We were talking about sports figures. Mm -hmm. talk, talk a little bit about that on the, on top of this. And and again, this is just a side <laughs> talk, and we're just right. talking out, you know, out. And I'm just saying things out loud. How can someone be racist yet cheer for an African American or a Hispanic or an Asian for sports? Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I'd love to have a conversation as to how you can, I don't want to say, uh, car, what is it? Uh, can't think of the word right now, but yeah, turn sure. it on and turn it off because they're dunking a basketball or making a three pointer or catching a touchdown pass or drop a touchdown pass and you love them or hate them yeah. either way. But because of who they are, we use LeBron James as an example. Yeah. If LeBron James was an average Joe, you you hate him because he's black. But we now know who LeBron James is and the person that he is. Right. And you love him, but you don't see black. He's a black man. Yeah. Regardless, you know. So tell me how that switch is turned on and off, whether you like someone or you don't like someone. Because yeah. to me, honestly, if you're a racist, you can't be a sports fan. Yeah. Love what they're doing with NASCAR. I've never been a NASCAR fan, but I know what that flag represents or represented. Yeah. yeah. So I have no, no use to want to associate with things that are supportive of that type of flag right, and yeah. what it stood for. Yeah. Cause it didn't stand for good. For sure. Last time I checked that flag lost the war, but yet we fly it like they won. Yeah. The only flag that flies and should fly is the American flag because yeah. that's where we're at. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's almost, we forgot that flag was even involved in that. I mean, I, until it got brought up that they're getting rid of it, I was like, Oh, I didn't realize it's been there for decades. Absolutely. Decades. There's a lot of writing in what that flag represents. That is why it's so negative toward us mm -hmm. and why we don't like it and can't stand for what that stands for. Now, again, we live in Utah. That flag still flies high in the South in some places with yeah. respect. And I'm like, okay, 
I'll try not to go down there. Yeah. You know, and right. You know, that's but that's by choice right. too. That's by choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the questions I wanted to ask you too, Jason, I think a lot of white people have this question. And do do you want to be called a black American or an African American? Or I mean, what's the what's the appropriate and again, this might be uncomfortable for people because they think, what do I say? I hate because I don't because I want to offend. I mean, what 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 do you I, think? I love being an African American. I love being black. I love okay. also <laughs> you know if you if you know me, I'm I'm a product of a biracial relationship. Yeah. So I have I'm half white, half black. Yeah. But when you look at me, you don't see white. Yeah. You don't. If a cop pulls me over, I can't say, "Well, you know, I'm half white. Don't hurt me." Yeah. I'm following, you know what I'm saying? Sure. That's what you see. I look at myself as law-abiding citizen, human being, African-American, whatever, you know, just be respectful, you yeah. know, in that. Um, so you're not offended if someone called you an African-American no. versus a black man? You, either, no. you You get either one. I get you're it. Like you're, I get it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Don't get offended. Now there's other words that you can say that I'll probably be offended by that we probably need to stay away from sometimes, you know, do, do, I don't like that word. And the word that we're talking about is the N word. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now in the, in the post that you sent is, uh, you know, yes, blacks, African-Americans use it as a term of endearment to not think about what's happened in the past. Whereas if someone of another race uses it, it's derogatory. It's yeah. to hold us down. It's to be negative. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it is in the dictionary. I don't, I haven't opened a dictionary in probably 20 years. <laughs> it probably, but when the last time I looked at it, it doesn't say a black man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's a person of negativity. Why, why? So right. Why is that put on just the black man? Mm, interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was, but again, that was like elementary and junior high when you're looking up words, trying to be funny and yeah. Oh, look, it's right there. You yeah, know, there's that word. Like that. Right. Yeah. So, do you have you had experiences with people calling you the N word? You know, outside of your own race, where you know, not that I know of to my face. Not no. Your, okay. Not that I know of to my face, but I can't control what people think about me either behind right. my back. I right. can't control that. Yeah. Um. Well, you know what I love about you, Jason, is you're so confident. Like, you do. You just carry yourself well. Uh, do you, do you, do you ever like walk into a room sometimes though and think, what are these people thinking of me? Or does that? Or you're just like, you know what? Like you said, I don't really care because I'm going to do me. I don't know what. What's? How do you handle that? It's tough. That's a good good question. But um, every day, every day, there isn't a room I walk into that I don't question whether or not people um, respect or, or acknowledge that I am there and why I'm there, you mm -hmm. know? And so, I d again, I let my work do the, do the talking. Do the talking. You know what I'm right. saying? I let my actions speak for, for myself. You right. Know? But then also, um, I know when I first started working at Wasatch Recovery, you know, you have um, the four agreements, you know what I'm saying? And I don't can't, you know, I, I should be able to ramble them right off the top, you know, in off the top of my Let's head. Let's see if we can do it. Uh, always do your best. 
Be impeccable with your word. Impeccable with your word is, is the one. If I say I'm going to do something, that's what I want to do yeah. with people. You right. know what I'm saying? And sure. don't take things personal is the last one. Sorry to yeah. cut you off. No, you're good. But yeah, you're just good. just that part it, of your being, impeccable, to you. yeah. being impeccable with my word is yeah. if I say I'm going to do something with you or for you, then that's what I'm going to do. Gotcha. And yeah. then that's it. And I want I want the same. Yeah. You know, but again, I, I let my actions speak for myself because... You can talk to me on the phone and think you're talking to, you don't know. Right. And then when yeah. you come into my office or whatever, there's kind of like that, whoa. But that's me. That's in my head. It may not have been in your head, but again, I can only do so much and I can only prove to you who I really am with my actions. Yeah. You know, and be impeccable with my word. Yeah, well, I think that's why people love you because you are, I mean, that's who you are. You work hard. And your work kind of speaks for you. I'm going to do my best at everything that I do. And I love that about you. I think that's why you do so well in your job here at Wasatch. Um, I just was, you know, I always wondered, you know, if you ever, ever felt uncomfortable in those kind of situations. And, you know, because I could see why if you did, if, you know, you know, and maybe if you go into a room of people you don't know, but the majority of the room is white do you feel like, okay, these guys are judging me or they're looking down upon me? Does that ever cross your mind? Or do you just still like, hey, not necessarily. it is what it is? No, and... not necessarily. It is okay. what it is. You know, you're going to love me or hate me. Once I open <laughs> my mouth, probably, you're probably going to hate me because I, I tend to not bite my tongue and speak my mind, you know, on, on a lot of topics. But, sure. you know, um, you know, in the workplace, and I've had this conversation, you know, there's things that we should talk about at work and there's things that we shouldn't talk about at work. Um, because we work together doesn't necessarily mean that we have to be the best of friends either. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. Right. Um, you know, in workplaces, there are groups and things like that, but you know, there's, there's conversations. I just don't even, I either, I don't, I'm not educated enough, but that's on me. It's not because I didn't go to school or anything like that. It's because I'm not watching the, what happened on the news or read the, the USA today at what happened here that I just am not going to speak on it because I don't have the information. Right. And so I would rather by my silence though, is not, um, I don't want to say that I'm agreeing with everything that's being said. I'm mm -hmm. just, I just don't want to put my energy into that either sometimes Yeah. because I feel my energy is valuable and I don't want to waste it on useless conversations sometimes and right there, there can be not just in the workplace either but there can be useless conversation that we don't even really need to spend a lot of energy on yeah. what what we started this conversation off with with what's going on in the world and black lives matter that's what we all should be talking about you know right and not and, and it doesn't have to be in the workplace in my office we talk about daily topics all the time to the point where we get sick of it and like we're not going to look at the news today we're not going to talk <laughs> right. about this today sure. because it's draining too yeah emotionally you know and and some of us are starting to feel it physically i'm tired todd i might not look like it but i'm tired i'm beat up you know sometimes with everything that's going on yeah. um you know there's a there's a there's a great quote um that we used to recite um evictus you know my head's bloody but i'm bowed you know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and that's, that, that's just a part of it, but I, I'm beat up. I'm tired, you know, but I, but I feel that there are a lot of people counting on me too, that I can't, I can't let them down. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Because sure. I feel that they're looking at me sometimes for their strength. Yeah. And little do they know that I'm looking at them for my strength. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who it is, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is, male, female, gay, straight, black, white, Asian, Hispanic. It doesn't matter. I need strength, too, from everybody I come encounter with. Yeah. You know? very, very well said. So with that said, I mean, I mean, what's your take on the protests and slash riots that have been going on? I mean, I, I want to hear, I mean, do you understand why they're rioting? I, absolutely. As we're talking, they can be doing in the in the post that you sent me and and I, I even saw this weeks ago why people do this is because their voices don't matter. Yeah. So they do this so that they can express the pain that they're going through. Yeah. And if you've watched it, and I watched it from day one, it's not just blacks. It's whites, Hispanics, mm -hmm. Asians. I will always say every race in a sense too, because yeah. we are all one race. Yeah, We are, we're human beings. Yeah, And a lot of people don't have that voice like a LeBron James or a Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? That can, but even their voices sometimes are not heard. Mm -hmm. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, we talked about I love this. Colin Kaepernick when he was in college at the University of Reno, Nevada, Reno. Yeah. You know, doing what he did at Reno, what he was doing in the NFL, running for a lot of yards, throwing for a lot of yards. And then things, he started to see things, things were happening in the world that he wanted justice for. Right. It's never about, we, we, some people made it about the flag. It's never about the flag. We all know that. And I think after four years now, now we're today what, we're what starting it, to yeah. see that it was never about the flag. But then some people want to make comments that it's disrespectful to take a knee and do this and do that. But you also have the military telling you these things that it's not a, that's why I fight. That's why I fought for this country so that he can do that and do it in a peaceful way. Peaceful way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I got off, but. No, no, this is perfect. It. No, it's perfect. Um, well, I want to stay on this just for a second. You know, I'll be honest with you. When he was kneeling, I thought I got it when he did, when Colin started doing that. I thought I got it. But I understand it way better now. Um, I wish I would have understood it better back then, if, if that makes sense. Again, I'll be honest with you. I, well, I didn't dig into it. I didn't educate myself. I didn't mm -hmm. do what I probably should have done in those moments. Mm -hmm. And again, I think... I think we all need to take a good hard look in the mirror and say, what do I need to do to be better? And so in that part of part of that is being educated. And I love you because you're educated because you really, I mean, you, you know what you're talking about on a lot of things because you educate yourself. And it's, it's that's the part of why people really gravitate towards you because it's inspiring. But you're right. It, it, if we understand it's not about the flag. Mm -hmm. It's about the injustice that's going on and, and for Colin, for his perspective of what was going on with the black Americans and what they're going through. Mm -hmm. It's like people, we need help, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. But yeah, I, I just think that with the rioting and whatnot, it just, it's the voices of frustration, hurt, anger being let out. 
in mm-hmm. sometimes a peaceful, sometimes an unpeaceful manner, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just their voices are unheard. So yeah. they're just letting that go and we're doing it together. What I love is that we're doing it together mm-hmm. and we're not hurting each other. They want us, I feel there, there's things that they want, they want to keep us divided and separated. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. But I don't want tragedies to have to happen and continue happening in order to keep bringing us together right. just so that we have another tragedy or right. words are mixed or, or anything like that to that keep us divided. Right. You know? No, I, I, that's again, very well said. Um, so as we go through this, as we move forward, I mean, what, what changes do you think need to be made as we move forward in this? Just from your perspective, you know, what would you like to see happen, you know, from your, from your point of view? Um, I had this discussion with you that I've tried to unplug myself from social media this last week or so just because my mind and you know again i'm still tired but my mind and everything's going going on there's just overload of all this information and then it it, it brings out negative vibes in me or angers me things like that but i'm in control of all that stuff too um the direction um laws need to be looked at um laws need to be rewritten Mm -hmm. laws um I feel that, you know, of course, police training, I don't, again, I don't have day-to-day encounter with police. Right. You know, some people may have month-to-month, week-to-week encounters with the police. You know, I, 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 sit, I try to reflect and just take, it's not about me and look at how others are going through things sometimes. Right. And I just think that with training, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be with the police or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, I saw a, a post that a barber has to go through a thousand plus hours of training to become a barber. Right. You know, or a hairstylist or whatever. And a police officer, half of that right. to become a police officer, you know, um, cultural diversity, you know, yeah, knowing how to talk to people right don't be afraid of me or afraid to approach me because of the color of my skin if you come at me with respect you're probably going to get respect yeah you teach people how to treat you exactly got that from a therapist 15 years ago and i've never forgotten it and i just said Mm -hmm. you teach people how to treat you Mm -hmm. so again don't be afraid. You've been through trainings. Sir, right. ma'am. Yeah. We're already looking at you as someone of authority or should. Yeah. And treat you with respect. Do the same thing with us. I said that partway through our, our first talk is, you know, things can go left or right real quick. Right. All in the approach. Yeah. And it's, and it's just about calmness, respect. Again, it's not, it's a nonviolent thing. Yeah. Then treat it that way. It doesn't need to escalate and go from zero to a hundred in two seconds. Right. It never should. Should. Right. So we all know that you want to go home as I want to go home. Right. Let's 
do that together. Yeah. You know? No, I love that. You know, I know, uh, I know the other side Academy is trying to be part of the solution. Uh, Dave DeWorsher, we, we listened to him talk a, a week ago or so, and he was talking about how they're trying to bring cops together on how they can be better of holding each other accountable as cops. Mm-hmm. We all know there's there's a lot of great cops out there that are putting their life Absolutely. on the line every day. Absolutely. And, you know, and th- unfortunately there are a few bad ones, but that's in everything, right? Absolutely. And uh, right now I think what they're doing is really cool because they're trying to bring them together saying, mm-hmm. hey, let's, what, what can we do is help you guys learn how to hold each other more accountable with each other. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really powerful when Dave said that to us. I did too, you know, bridging that gap because yeah. here we are. Um, I hate I hate to look at the clients that we work with as criminals. They're not. Yeah. They're yeah. they've done some bad things, but who yeah. hasn't? Right. We've all got some things that we are not proud of. So that as we change those things and, you know, that program, the Other Side Academy program, they're working on changing things in their life. Now, yeah. probably had issues with police in the past so he's bringing them in having conversations with them bridging that gap how can we help here how can we help there that's yeah. awesome yeah. you know and i i uh i commend him for that yeah you know, that's awesome yeah and that's how we there are like you said you just said it there's good and bad in everything um but when when that bad comes out there's got to be more good that holds that bad accountable and checks it Yes. Or this may not be the the best uh, job or situation for you to be in. Right. You need to be okay with being called out on that and change that or keep, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, If, if there, if, if there are people listening to this right now who, you know, are struggling with this whole thing, you know, you just said you're tired. Mm Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're getting worn out. You feel beat up a little bit, not maybe more even a little bit, but a lot. What would you tell someone that's kind of in that same mindset right now? They're just tired. They're, you know, tired in the sense emotionally, like I, you know, what, what advice could you give them to, to keep moving forward? And, you know, where you, we do, you know, where someone does feel kind of beaten down and we're not getting anywhere because you think about it with the pandemic, mm-hmm. with you know, again, the, what's going on with the riots and the protesting, it's overwhelming for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I've talked to a lot of kids, younger kids who are just like anxious because they're like, this world looks like it's falling apart. Mm-hmm. What, what, what advice could you give them right now, Jason? I would say definitely not isolate and um, not talk about these things with people you love or trust, you know. And again, I need to, you know, check myself and make sure I'm doing the things that I'm now talking about, you know, yeah. uh, my buddies and I, we go golfing a few times a week, you right. know, just to kind of yeah. stay in a routine, you know, I think, uh, detoxing from social media sometimes, but I mean, everything is yeah. at our fingertips now. Mm-hmm. If we rewind, you know, even 20 years ago when cell phones didn't have cameras yeah, and we didn't have access to the news at our fingertips by the click of a button, you know, everything's a click away. Yeah. Um, you have, you do have to detox and, and, and work out, keep your routine, talk. I can't express enough talking. Cause I, 
um, my wife wants to talk, but we get to talking and it hurts her feelings. And she, I don't want to say she shuts down, but she doesn't want to watch the things that I want to watch to continue to educate myself because she feels bad that African-Americans went through these things. But again, it's history Mm. and it's, it's, it's not happening every day today like it did back then, but it's helping us get to where we can go. And and we don't know where we can go from all of this. We don't know. We don't, we can't predict the future. We can only control what's happening right now. And we can't change that happened in the past. It happened. I'm not saying get over it. I'm just saying use that as fuel, knowledge, things like that, so that it doesn't happen again. Yeah. You know, but again, everything I'm saying, I need to do, you know. Yeah. But again, it's just every day in the in the post that you sent me, I make conscious efforts every day to not put myself in a situation to get looked at a certain way, no matter what, but I'm going to be looked at a certain way. Sure. And make sure that people feel safe and that I don't um, let when I say I don't, I, I don't let others down. You know, right. I want to help and continue helping others. That's yeah. what I. That's what I feel I'm here to do. That's what yeah. I want to do. Well, Jason, you're such a good guy. Seriously, and I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable, but you really are. No, it's uncomfortable, you, of course. I know <laughs> it's it's tough, but but you really yeah. are. You're a good guy, and everyone that knows you would agree with what I'm saying. And I think that's the that's the message. If you like, you said, if you don't know me, come talk to me. Get to know me. Mm-hmm. You know. Let's talk. You, you know, we can mutually respect each other, and but we don't know unless we talk and we communicate. It's okay. Right. Like you said, you know, and I'll say this. You're very approachable. Go talk to Jason. You know, reach out to him. You know, I, I'm learning this is I need to be more educated. I need to listen more. I need to have conversations just like we've had today. This has been so good for me, and I know our listeners who are listening to this is going to be so good for them. And I think for me, it's a, it's about having compassion and love for everyone. Absolutely. Right now, though, black lives need that love and compassion more than anyone right now as a whole. Right? I get it. There's People are suffering everywhere. But this is like you said. Like, I love that analogy about the house is on fire. This house is on fire right now. Let's go put it out. Mm-hmm. And whatever that looks like, let's put it out with that love and compassion and, and being educated and, and learning and listening. So. Mm-hmm. Very, very well said that uh, what you've been telling us today, Jason. I, I can't thank you enough for being willing to share. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You we bet. can probably even go deeper and deeper, but again, this is just off the cuff. Yeah, you know, no, absolutely. If someone wanted to reach out to you and just get get a hold of you or ask you questions about this, to from your perspective, which would be really good, what would be the best way for someone to to hit you up? Um, I would say my cell phone is the best number. Um, my number is 801-710-0474 anytime. It's always on me. Yep, Jason English. Um, that's pretty powerful. He's given out his number to a lot of people right now. Um, but Jason is the guy that he will, he's he's approachable. So please reach out to him. If, if you're listening to this and you have questions on you know how you can handle certain situations uh, with someone from another uh, another race. 
reach out to Jason and ask him and he will give you an answer and you know, he'll take time to talk to you. And so any, any parting words for us, Jason, before we wrap this up? Many, but no, I'll, I'll just say thanks Todd for having me and I appreciate it anytime, you know, you need me. Um, you know, I'm here, um, love the open, you know, forum and conversations that we have, not just today, but yeah. you know, over the past few weeks for sure know, just raw emotion yeah and uh got a little emotional today i could see and and feel um so no i appreciate it no Thank you're you. welcome Neil. i appreciate you well there you go listeners another amazing belief cast uh jason english uh, a great individual and uh very well educated but uh, again the thing i admired most about jason is his confidence in the way he carries himself and the way he treats other people. We need to be more like him. So please reach out to him. Reach out to me if you have any questions regarding this. Again, we're just trying to to keep this conversation going so we don't forget what's going on so we can make changes and be better people. Love you guys. Um, Again, Veracity Networks, thank you so much for your sponsorship. And uh, for your listeners, thank you so much for all your support. Until next time.